Welcome back to the 12 Ounces of Sobriety podcast. I'm Pat Sharp here with my awesome co-host, Carson Wooddell. We know it's been way too long since we've sat down and pressed record, but here we are. Carson, how are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, it's been two months now. And to be quite honest with anybody listening to this, there was no reason. We kind of just got caught up. Uh, we got caught up with work and everything else. We we had a few sessions planned, you know, through the month of April, and either Pat or I had a meeting last minute come up. I think we alternated a few weeks in a row to where we just had to call it, and um, and then you blink an eye, and here you are in June. And so we're happy to be back. It it feels really good. Two months. It feels like a lot longer than two months. I'll be honest with you. It feels like half well, a year. I mean, it's, it's been a it's been a pretty hefty little gap there. It's been two one two months and one week. I just looked. Must be that last week that just really got us. Yeah, and I know you were busy. I was busy. Then I don't think we either of us really communicated much with each other. I was worried about you for a minute. Rightfully so, because uh, I didn't hear much, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I hope he's okay. Yeah, and I think I texted you one day and be like. Yo, bro, you all right? And uh, you did that first, and then the second time around, I said, "Hey, you're still alive, right?" And you said, "Yeah, yeah that you." Was... And I was like, "Yeah, are we going to record?" Yes. I was like, "Yeah, you want to record?" And so yeah, here yeah. we are. Yeah, I was. Uh, I've been busy though uh, with work, and I got my own voiceover business started. Uh, Guys, I just want to highlight, I don't know any of this, any of these updates. So Pat is sharing in real time and I'm, dude, congratulations. Thank you. Wow. Didn't see that one coming. Hell yeah. If you need any voiceover work done, you can go to (laughs) patsharpvo.com and uh, all my information's on there. Don't judge me too hard. The website is very, very basic right now, Uh, but it's got my information on there. It's got a couple demos and a few different things. So been busy with that, doing some auditioning, doing some um, some short uh, voiceover work, and, and that's been a lot of fun. That is awesome, man. No, congrats. I, it, it's so funny because, you know, whenever we started this podcast, the, the immediate feedback we got was, this guy, Pat, he has such a good podcasting voice, which is what we said from the start, and that has transformed now into this side career that you have going, which could turn into something greater. So that's pretty funny how that, how that worked out. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I... I took a course in doing voiceover work. I'm still actually going through the course, a year long course. I signed up for, uh, went through like a 10 session with a coach of, you know, how to actually do voiceover work correctly. And I didn't know anything about it. And now I'm in a a second part of it, uh, working with some professionals and, and trying to build that up a little bit, but something fun, something different. I enjoy doing it. We have the equipment. So I was like, what else could I do with this? And I did hear a few people say that, hey, you have a pretty good voice. And I thought, well, why not? Let's see yeah. what happens. And, and so that's been that's been going well. Keep me, keeping me busy. Yeah. And it's, and I mean, what are the odds that you would have thought or even had this opportunity if you hadn't have stopped drinking and, and started pursuing other things? Like, yeah, it's probably ab- pretty unlikely. Absolutely. It is something that never would have happened. One, I would have when you're when you're in active addiction, the active addiction consumes your life. You don't do anything else. All you do, you you work to drink, so you have money to drink. And then when I wasn't working, all I did was drink. There was no other ambitions in my life. It was, let's get drunk. That was my ambition to life. 
Yeah, exactly. And and furthermore, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have even started a podcast, and the podcast was probably the only reason why you ended up doing this, just because oh, you didn't realize. Like, I mean, you probably wouldn't have known. You don't. You weren't sitting at home listening to yourself, going, "Oh yeah, yeah, I got a good voice. I need to do something with this." Like, it's just kind of organically turned into this throughout the past year, and um, and so that's just a testament to you know, hey, Pat's Pat's been sober for a year. Now your boy has a you know a hopefully fruitful career ahead of himself. Sober for a year in the voiceover game. Sober for a year. I've been sober for almost 16 months now. It's been a little while. How? Toma- tomatoes, tomatoes. Where are you at? So I hit six months uh, 10 days ago. I'm at like 190. Did you get a chip? I did. I have six chips. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've i far surpassed my quote unquote record, whatever you want to call it, my, my sober time the first time around. And I'm about to pass my fake sober time from last time because I got to, and I'm doing quotation marks about 200 last time, but I had already relapsed and I was trying to get back on track. So now this is an outright, you've never heard this day, whether it was true or false from me. Um, I'm about to pass that, which means absolutely nothing, but just to put it into perspective, um, we're, we're rolling and, and I know that we've had a hiatus, but it's, it's been nothing but good on the sobriety front. Well, when Carson texted me earlier, this week uh he's like hey let you know uh because we he had asked me he's like yo you love i was like yeah me and you i was like let's record and then he said how about thursday and i told him i said yes i said we have to start doing once a week again yeah and so that is our goal to get back to an episode a week we have a ton of topics uh, and things like that and interviews we have a ton of stuff lined up it's just kind of organizing it and, well, and, and sitting down. Get, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to say sitting down. And and I still think one of these – anyways, we'll get it figured out. What were you going to say? I, I No, I just was going to say the biggest thing was getting started up back up again. You know, we had a hiatus, um, you know, towards the end of last year. Number one, the holidays were upon us, and we were probably going to take a break anyways. But then with my issues – And you were drinking. Well, yeah. I was getting there. Okay. God, Pat. Missed you, uh, but yes. What, what, when I relapsed, you know, we we felt that it was um, that it was time that we needed to just take some time, you know, kind of process through everything. I needed to get back on the right track with my own personal stuff and and yada yada yada. But um, but now that we've gotten that back and then we've taken another little break, I, I've, we've had some changes in the schedule. Um, all good things, uh, and so I think that from here on out, we're we're going to be set for the for the summer and and you know after that so uh, be fine i remember yeah when you relapsed and you told me i said all right well take let's take a break uh you just worry about you which you did and then we got back to it i don't know i think you're at 60 70 days when we when we started back but you know here we are and it's crazy to think about i was three months i was 90 days exactly the first time we recorded an episode and here i am uh at 15 and a half months uh, which is crazy and so, but granted, I relapsed a couple of times before I got sober this time, you know, uh, two other times. And so my journey spans a little over two years of when I first, well, it'd be two years in July, the first time I got sober. And so, but my consecutive sobriety is now over 15 yeah. and a half months. So last night though, I was at a meeting and the question was posed and I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. And the reason I've thought of this is when you were talking about like, you know, without getting sober, 
would you be doing this? And it's like, no, because that's what led to the podcast, which led to me trying to do something different and doing starting a, a voiceover career. And the question was posed that if there was a pill that was created that would cure alcoholism 100%, you could be a normal drinker, would you take it? I'm not going to lie to you. Yes. Why? Because I, my initial, I was going off my gut reaction. I did not want to think about it and um, tell you some more scripted uh, response. Well, I know uh, but, that's no, fine. No, yeah, I, there's yeah, no, not I'm a just, right or wrong answer. I'm, no, here. no, no. I'm, I'm talking not trying out, to trick you. I'm, I'm thinking out loud a little bit here, but uh, my my gut reaction was yes because the immediate thought in my head. It wasn't even the alcohol itself. It was all of the, in you know, quotation marks, good times that I have had with alcohol, and I felt like I was missing that uh, by not having it. And but the more I talk it out, and the more I think about all that I've done this year. But why do you need alcohol for those good times? Yeah, exactly. No, that that's why that's why I wanted to think it out so it would be as honest as possible. Because now, as I, as I kind of reflect on it a little bit more i'm thinking about even just things that i've done this month that have been really really fun and i didn't drink so i think that it for me at least personally that is still something that i have to continuously work through in my head and understand that alcohol and having a good time are not They do not go hand in hand. No, they're and I was going to say they can be mutually exclusive if it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That that was everything. That was that was from the heart. <laughs> what did you say? I said no. I knew, and of course you were going to say no. I have a lot of reasons why. I said Talk to no. me. Give it to me. Well, one trying to actually comprehend what that would be like i i don't know and and to be a successful social drinker well one what does that even mean and two i never i wouldn't drink again to just have a drink or two i would start drinking to get drunk i wouldn't i don't have an off switch there's a lot more gray area with that and question. Yes. just because all right, let's say, you know, this pill makes you a social drinker. That doesn't mean that my character defects that come along when I'm uh, drinking are going to be gone. So those are going to still present themselves. And so as a whole, as a person, I just don't see any reason. And I've done a lot of hard work to get to where I am in sobriety so far. And I feel like that would erase every single thing I've done. That's fair. And That's a even, very good question. Yeah, it was. It, it had a great debate about it. And, you know, it's just I don't miss it. And I've gotten to the point now. I completely understand drinking when you're young and like college age and after college and you're partying and, you know, trying to find your way in life. But as an adult where I am now or where other people are, I cannot find a single reason why. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. As an adult now, I cannot find a single reason why anybody needs to drink. Because anything somebody tells me, it's like, well, I can, like, you don't need to be getting drunk as an adult. 
You don't need alcohol to have fun. Uh, people drink because they've had a long day or they're stressed out, and alcohol will actually make that worse, even though people think that it doesn't. Yeah, it, People it use it as doesn't. a crutch, thinking, or, or they use it as a coping skill, but it's not a coping skill. It is a depressant. It, cause, it causes anxiety. There is zero reason to have a drink. There just isn't, as an adult. I mean... Yeah, and, and and even I'm just thinking through this because if you were able to take this non-existent pill and go back to being you know a good drinker, whatever that means, I, I would have to I would have to wonder you know does that mean that you can have three drinks and then you stop, which would then mean that you don't get drunk, and and maybe I'm looking too too much into this, but my point is that if you're not able to get drunk off of this pill and you're able to just stop then you know what effects do you have i mean i don't know well, it, it, and that's you're the, just not really so it, it kind of defeats the purpose i suppose you said that have three drinks and stop well, what's the point of having three you're right it, yeah if i have three i'm gonna want ten yeah yeah and exactly. so maybe so maybe this pill like i said cures alcoholism so where i can drink one day and not the next, but yeah. then I'm constantly always going to be like, well, I can drink. I have this pill that will keep me from drinking every day. Yeah. But it, then I just drink every day because, you know, I, people were talking last night about how people would say stuff like, well, you know, they, they have pills that will make you, that are supposed to stop you from stop the craving, like naltrexone and things like that. Uh, the stuff that'll make you sick, and, and people are like, "Well, I still just drank on it." Yeah, I just drank past yeah. of the no return. I'm like, "All right, yeah, well, so most people do." So I, I think it has more to do with it may cure the physical effects of alcoholism, but I don't think there's ever gonna there would never be a cure for the mental yeah. effects, the you know yeah. character defects, the things along those lines that that go into. Yeah. And, alcoholism. E and even if it like prevented you from, you know, for me, it's like, Hey, if I drink one time, then it's going to turn into an everyday thing. So even if it was like, all right, Hey, it doesn't matter how much I drink today. Like I, I can go out and get fucked up and then, you know, I can go a month without drinking after and I'll, I'll be fine. Well, there's even that one event, like it, you don't have to be an alcoholic to truly totally screw up your life with one bad night of drinking. So I just – yeah, you know, the more we kind of talk about it, it's like, well, what does this look like? And again, I know this is a this is well, an idea. This is something that doesn't exist. However, I, I like that you brought that to the table, and it, it it really would not make sense when you kind of look into the details and talk about it. It brings in some it. great conversations for sure. Yeah. Because even let's say you're not – I mean not – think of drinking and driving accidents, not all al – just alcoholics are the ones involved it, it, it in It could be your first time drinking and yes. that happens. I'm sure. I have no doubt that it's happened before. So that's before. what I think is bad decisions are bad decisions. Whether you're an alcoholic or not, alcohol will cause you to yeah. make bad choices, yeah. regardless of if you're an alcoholic or not. Because there are plenty of people out there yeah. that don't drink very often that aren't alcoholics that do drink and, and make a mistake because it limits your right. brain power, thinking ability, things like that. So it, it's something that I thought was very interesting and it's interesting to talk about. I'd love to hear what others think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, it, and then the last thing I'll say is the health, you know, the health implications of alcohol. So it's like, all right, well, this allows me to have one or two drinks in an occasion and I'm not going to go further. Well, it's like, okay, well, where are you really getting, you know, what's the point? You know, we've talked about this and 
all right, I'm going to be social and have two drinks. And it's like, okay, well, all you're doing is, you know, just an extra three to 400 calories and, you know, it's not good for your liver. It's not, you know, there's no benefits of it. So, I mean, it, it just guess it turns it in kind of like a soda or something. So it's like this, I, again, I'm, I'm going out on all kinds of different tangents, but I think the ultimate conclusion here is, I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of silly, but, but yes, we've, we've put that to bed. I'm at the point I've made it long enough without alcohol and my life is drastically better than now yeah, than my, it was too, yeah. when I drank. So, and I've done all that without having a sip. So even if I could and successfully do it, I have literally no reason to. Yeah. Cause you look, you look at the trajectory of, of your life now and, and I look at mine too and it's completely different than when it was last year. Yeah. And it's like, why would I change that? Um, yeah. Okay. That's good. So, yeah. So what about you? What's new? That was, I started talking my updates and then post that question. We went off on that. Now let's get back to you. What have you been doing? I haven't talked to you in two and a half months. Since we last talked. Um, yeah, I did hit six months. So I'm pumped about that. Um, I'm in our recovery management program. Um, which, you know, I made it to that point last time when I did our treatment program where we met, but I did not attend. And when I went in the second time, I, you know, they all asked me like, are you going to do it? And I said, absolutely. I'm going to do it because clearly something did it take last time. And so, uh, I'm at that point now, which is nice to have reached it again and, and to be actively, you know, participating in it. Um, I hit, I hit the 30 milestone last month. So I'm officially 30 years old. Um, oh, congrats. Yeah. Thank thank you. I made it. Um, yeah, I didn't hear from Pat on that day because um, he doesn't care. Um, I also got a fourth cat. How would I know it's your birthday? How did I know it was your birthday in October? Probably because mm. we were in the midst of recording mm. at the time, mm. and I told you. Why don't you send us a comment and let us know who's right? Newsflash. Sorry, spoiler alert. I'm right. Uh, anywho... Yeah, I got a fourth cat, Pat. Why? Ask my wife. Well, I was about to say, I bet that was Jamie's decision. 100%. Listen, I love the cat very, 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 very much. Her name is Crumb Cake. She's a little darling. She's tiny. It doesn't even make sense how small she is. Um, but my wife has – she has a problem. So I think that I'm going to have to refer her to our treatment program but uh, for cat obsession or something like that because she just can't stop. So, yeah, we got a house full of, house full of cats. So that's changed. I uh, went to Disney World and I worked the entire time. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, you know, it's been good. Oh, sorry. Started playing pickleball. You ever played pickleball? No, you mentioned that the other night. Oh, man. I need that to try it. it. I've it heard is, it's a lot of fun. It is so much fun. It's like, you know, if tennis and ping pong had a baby, that's pickleball. And it's a highly competitive sport or you can approach it, you know, leisurely. It's however you want it, you know, uh, however you want to. You want to play it, but that's been a, another fun thing that I've picked up, you know, with some extra free time now that I'm not drinking and it is, you know, it's an incredible workout, you know, it helps me stay in shape and it's a, it's a hell of a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm planning on hopefully, you know, getting to a point where I'll start competing. Um, some of my other buddies want to do the same and start, you know, joining some local tournaments and just seeing, seeing how, what we can do it. Cause you know, I'm not going to be. I'm running out of time is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I've now hit the 30 
no offense, Pat, but you've um, you've been there for a while. You know how it feels, and I'm there too. Yeah, so I'm 37. Yes, which is fine. Um, but other than that, though, sobriety wise, how are you feeling? Sobriety wise, I feel wonderful. Um, I, you know, I would say that from a a uh, like a friendship you know, fellowshipping type of standpoint. I really don't need alcohol ever. Um, I've done numerous things, uh, with, you know, friends of ours, family, and it really is not, um, a thought of mine and everyone, you know, as I've mentioned earlier is, is still very supportive. Um, I remember talking, it was a year ago when I went on that mountain trip. You remember that for my friend's birthday and yep. were, well, his birthday is tomorrow. It's already been a year, which is pretty wild thinking about how quickly uh, this has gone um, and our podcast is a year old. But, you know, that doesn't seem to be an issue work. You know, I love what I do. Uh, I really do. And and I didn't realize that until I stopped drinking. Um, it is highly, you know, stressful and competitive, but I, but I do enjoy it. Um, the only thing that really that I not struggle with, but I certainly have to you – know, it takes more time to kind of work through is um, – work events. Uh, you know, I, I went to Miami last month and had a, um, a dinner with a, a big prospect of mine. And he, he asked me a few times if I was going to drink with him, And, and so stuff like that, it, you know, it's not the worst thing in the what world. What was but your it, answer? No, uh, I'm, I'm not currently drinking right now. I'm taking some time off. And he was, he was fine with that, but he's like, Oh, I thought you were going to drink with me. You know, we're at this Brazilian steakhouse and he's like, I look into the bourbon list and all this. And I'm like, Oh man. And like, I just met this guy again. It's not like the end of the world, but that is something that I am currently working through from a sobriety standpoint. You know, I have a couple dinners and a couple events coming up every single time. Yeah, absolutely, man. You'll have to get down here. We'll, we'll have a beer. Hey man. Yeah. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to meet up for some drinks, you know? And again, like this isn't anything that we haven't covered and it's nothing that I haven't had to deal with before. Um, I specifically remember calling you last September, uh, because of this exact reason. Um, that's, I'd say that's the only, uh, thing sobriety wise that is just, is not, is not rolling perfectly from, you know, for me and my mindset currently. Um, but other than that, man, it's, it's great. You know, I've, I've lost 32 pounds since uh, the beginning of the year. Most of that's beer weight, but I feel so much better and um, I'm starting to get, you know, really active and, and, and able to do a lot of things that I wasn't able to do in my addiction. Um, so that is a product of my sobriety. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, feeling very healthy and, and I really don't, I don't see or really care to drink uh, in 98% of scenarios. What are you doing to combat that at work events when you, you know, are going out with somebody for a work event for a prospect and they're like, Hey, you know, you, you want to drink? You know, I, I know you said, I'm just taking the time off. Um, but does it eat at you at all? Does it, is it something you've been thinking about? Is there anything that you've done? You know, to get past that yeah i mean i think eating at me sounds a little intense compared to what i'm trying to say i'd say a, a small bit of it just a tiny little i'd say it nibbles at me doesn't eat at me but not not the you know 
representative or the or the person that I'm speaking with, what they say or their expectation of me, that's not what it is. It's the fact that it, I just you know would like to partake. Um, the saying no is not very difficult. It's the hey, I said no. Okay, fine. But you know they're still going to do it. I'm still here, and I'm the entertainer. Um, I would say just a little bit of me is like, man, you know, I would really, you know, enjoy to to partake. However, it's really not that bad because I mean, the biggest thing for me is playing the tape forward. And I really, truly think about it. And it's like, okay, I know for a fact that I don't need this to be a good entertainer. I've done it and I will continue to do it. Um, we're going to have a great time. And I know that if I were to slip up again, um, if I didn't get caught or admit it, you would get caught eventually. Well, well, yeah, but even initially, let's just pretend in this scenario that I don't. Um, that is something that is forever going to be in the back of my head, knowing what I've done. And it's going to and then I'm going to have to fight even harder off the triggers to not fully fall back into it. So I'm making, you know, just to have one night is going to make everything else 10 times harder, assuming that I do not relapse, you know, full blown. And if I do get caught. Or admit or whatever, um, it will be – there will be very, very serious implications concerning my marriage and my relationship with my family. And yeah, so it, it would be bad. In my experience, there is no just one night. Yeah, That one night I agree. turns into um, – Back to everyday drinking. I agree. One drink for me would lead me back to, and I know this because I've done it twice. I and I've done it once. Yes, and it was that first beer that led me right back to where I, you know, that first sip, that first, you know, that first real thought of, you know, what I'm going to have a beer. And once I had that in my head, there was no turning back. And luckily, this time I've been sober. And that I got sober and have been sober for, uh, you know, a good bit of time now. I remember in the beginning just saying, like, anytime I thought about, oh, it would be nice to have a drink, I would just say, but you can't, you know, and then move past it. And, and that's worked for me. That's why, and, and, and you're absolutely 100% right. That that scenario, if I were to, to drink on one of these events, that scenario is 99% likely of what would happen. Uh, and I, and I fully know that the reason that I pitched the first idea was that was more of a call it a best case scenario. Like let's just pretend, Yeah, I, Let, I, you know I what I'm saying? saying? Let's pretend that I could do it. It would still suck because I would, all I would do was have the guilt carrying and, and you know what I'm saying? And, and knowing what I've done. And also number two, I would make it so much harder for myself to have to then, go back through and, and quite frankly, kind of start over to a, to a very large extent. I mean, you know, I still do have six months, blah, 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 but the all in all, I mean, if that had happened, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm going after it. It's going back into it. And my life is in absolute shambles, even worse than the first time I relapsed. And I don't want to do that. So it makes the decision and it gets those ideas out of my head very, very quickly. The reason I bring it up is because I can't act like they don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that's something I don't run into much. I don't run into situations where, like, I don't go to work events. I mean, I'll go out to lunch or something or dinner with some buddies, and they may have a beer or something. 
but my friends all know I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I do too, and it doesn't bother. That that's yeah. easy. Yeah. And so I don't ever. I'm never in that situation uh, to where, you know, the the I just am not. It, I went out for the NFL draft to a bar with uh, four or five of my friends, which and we had planned it out. And my buddy was like, "Are you sure that's okay?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I'll be fine for one night." That's a good friend, yeah, yeah. And you guys know, and, and my one of my buddies I went with, he had one beer the entire night. Yeah. Like, I don't. They weren't. They had a couple beers. Was it? You know, they all have kids and shit at home. So exactly, that's the, not a yeah. problem. I yeah. can go there and and eat wings and drink soda water and be happy as a clam watching the NFL draft. Yes. So you know that too, and. Another thing about your work that is a little tougher is I think when you're on the road, you get out of your element a little bit. I feel like, you know, in sobriety, we build these little safety bubbles up around us. And when you get out of that, it can make things a little tougher. Yeah. Either from a safety standpoint, that is not as much for me. I I fully understand what you're saying, but for me, it's it's the it, the door gets a little cracked as to what I can get away with and it and it but I don't say that in a um in a like a malicious or a, a deceiving way I really don't it's more of a you're kind of just you, you you feel you feel the weight the uh, some of the weight of uh, and and what in what you're doing it kind of lifts and you kind of feel like you're almost like free to a certain extent where it's like, all right, like, what if someone didn't know what, you know, I am by myself, you know, all of these thoughts that could go through your head potentially of, you know, Hey, if I was going to, if I was going to get a quick one in and nobody know it's going to be here. Now I don't want that to happen. And I'm not going in at all to want, you know, to, to try and pull that, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. And knowing that it's still there is one of those tiny little things that nips at you. <coughs> well, that that too and i know like let's say i don't travel hardly anymore i mean i haven't went anywhere in a long time but when i used to or when i would go places or stuff like that and you're you know you're you're sleeping you're not sleeping in your own bed and you might get a little tired or you don't eat at your regular time so you can get you know maybe a little hungry that it, it those little things is where relapses lie to grab a hold of. And so that's why I was just, yep. you know, saying that I, and I get that when you're, you know, out of town and you have a prospect or whatever you're doing, somebody, you know, is drinking and you want, I, I, that's why I'm, I'm just you know, yeah, yeah. agreeing it, with you. It, like, it I makes can see per- how that is tough. It makes perfect sense. And, and since you brought up the hunger, uh, one thing that, you know, is a, a good little reminder for uh, anyone who is, you know, going about their day and feels the need to drink or to use. Um, one quick little thing is it's HALT and it's an acronym and it's hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. And uh, honestly, when I heard it the first time, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But I actually started to really think about it and I would, and I would take a step back whenever I felt one of those four things, um, mainly hungry. And I know that anger gets me. I don't, I'm lucky enough that I don't really get lonely often. Um, but tired and hungry, oh my God, all day, every day. Tired. Is Literally all day. I'm perpetually tired. And quite frankly, since I'm you know working out and doing all these things and running around, I'm always freaking hungry too. That, I will say, 
fixing one of those, it helps a lot. And so remember that, um, that those are some small things that you can kind of prepare for. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I, I sleep well. I don't run into that issue. However, I do know in the past and I get plenty of sleep now. And when I used to get tired though, that would be a huge trigger mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. It, it was just quick because it was like, when I used to drink, alcohol was a burst of energy for me. Yeah. If I was tired of dragging and I, you know, would crush a six pack in 15, 20 minutes and I'm alive and ready to go again. 100%. And which is crazy. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, alcohol puts you to sleep and stuff. Not for me, man. No. It was, it got me going. Yeah. And so. If you go in with the intention of it getting you going, it's probably going to get you going. If you're if you're tired and you you know you might grab a beer or it's social or something and you don't really have a a plan, I mean, yeah, I get like, hey, it might make you tired. But if you're if you're going into it with a for a pick me up, like you're you're going, you're going, and that's what we would do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, halt halt is a is a really good little technique. Um, just you know, have that in your little bag of uh, of coping mechanisms or, or whatever you want to call it to um, to assist you and uh, whenever you come up against one of those times. Yeah, stay hydrated, yeah. stay full, stay rested, and don't get angry or lonely. Just yeah. don't just don't do it. All right, and it's you'll easy. be you'll be good. And you'll be that's good to our go. advice for this week's episode. And again, we're going to try to start getting back to once a week, every week, releasing a podcast episode. And of course, you can always reach out to us if you would like. You can reach us at 12OuncesSobrietyPod at gmail.com, on Instagram or Twitter at 12OuncesOfSobriety. And that will wrap it up. Thank you. Do you have any last parting words? No, that's it. It's good to be back. Thank you we guys for done listening this in forever. I, yeah. I forgot how to close out a yeah. uh, a podcast. Normally, you just you just stop. Uh, but no, uh, please send us some topics or anything that is on your mind, um, whether it be something you know that's news that's come out, a book that you've read, or something going on in your own personal life or someone else that you know. Um, we we really want to help in any way that we can in talking through stuff or providing you know. Um, ideas for you guys um so definitely please message us and that is that's all i got everybody have a wonderful day